Yo, this is your boy, the Omega Katana of the Omega 13 podcast, and today's guest is Steven Dungdu, creator of the independent promising project called Purpose Versus, or the Purpose series for short. And before we begin, let me just say that it's I, it's been a blast interviewing this gentleman right here. And before we begin the episode, let's just show a clip of the trailer to see to to, to if you know if you want to know what I'm talking about here. And why put him on the podcast. Till then, that's all to say for now. I hope you enjoyed the episode as well as we we be while recording this episode of the podcast. I appreciate it. Sayonara and enjoy. This is your boy, the Omega 13 of the Omega 13 podcast. And today's episode is about what I is about this gentleman right here, Stephen Dungu of <laughs> Purpose Versus, the, 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 the game that was influenced by Final Fantasy Versus 13, not 15. He has a hate 15, and also near Automata <laughs> and, and other Japanese projects. So th- thanks Indeed. for having me on. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Okay, so, so basically, the re- I, got, I first heard your project yesterday. I was talking to a friend who was big on verses, and he, and he said, and I was looking on the street, said, "Whoa, this looks interesting." And I mm-hmm. looked on it, and I said, and I looked at it, and it's like, "Holy crap! Is this really like <laughs> one person? A team of four would be possible, possible, but one person doing all the choreography, doing all the graphics, and doing the gameplay segments." Because that really impressed me, and the voice acting, I will get to those steps on a little later if you're allowed to talk about it, due to like you're putting yourself on NDA and whatnot. So <laughs> imagine putting myself on NDA, like <laughs> yeah. But no, I, don't no, want, I don't want to get sport. Don't want to spoil your fans on the project. I know you get really too passionate, but I was impressed, yeah. man. Thank so you. So basically, you. how you got the idea to start the project off? Um, surprisingly enough, it was just a random what if kind of situation, like three, four years ago. And I was just in my room and I was just doing some sketches and I just finished watching an anime called Psychopass. And, um, I'd already had a little bit of animation knowledge, but it wasn't like, I wasn't actually that good. Like I didn't actually have the skill sets that, you know, I would have required to make something as you see now, but, um, it was just the thought of like, you know, what if and back then like the whole plan of like the project was very very small in scope it was just going to be like a five episode really small mini series on like youtube and just i just put it out there but then like the more i basically poured my soul into it essentially like the more i kind of inspired myself to basically be greater and then around about 2018 time i released something but then i got like i wouldn't say negative criticism i'd say like constructive criticism but that was like the kind of turning point for me because I could have just like given up but I was like really determined to actually like you know 
because I'd already started so much and, you know, I was getting like all this feedback and I was like, you know what, like, let me actually take this in and actually, you know, come back and really come back and make something good and like, you know, really make this something that I really wanted to do because I'd already grown passionate about it by that point. So yeah. I was like, you know what, if I'm really going to be doing this, let me like do this the very best I can. And thus, you know, a couple more years down the line. But that back then I was just working on the animated series, which is called Versa. But Versus, I started last year because um, I was like, you know what? Again, it was like a what if situation. And it was like, cause I've already done like game development. Like I just like a really small hobby, like, you know, throughout the years. But like, I, again, like back when I started and had the idea of it, it wasn't something that I was really good at. It was just something that I could just do. But a lot of the process that has just been like a kind of like a self-taught kind of thing as I'm doing it basically. So even now I'm still learning and that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, like that's pretty much how I got into it. That's a journey basically. And that's been, the game has been in development. Like from yeah. now, one year in development, so. Damn, that's really impressive because basically when I saw the gameplay, the prototype beta footage you call it, and yeah. it looks like a complete game if it was in the PS2 <laughs> era. I'm not yeah. lying. Because <laughs> basically, I'm on it. Because basically, I'm just seeing like a PS2 version of near Automata, and like even though it's just like a boss, it's like you're. I know you're demonstrating, but what you're trying to see is a boss fight and how how chaotic it will get, and how yeah, the yeah. how you can jump from rooftops and land on the on the streets. Mm-hmm. Do you plan to actually add like NPCs down the line later on? Because or not? Because it's like a it looks like a post-apocalyptic like setting a bit um that environment was only for testing purposes like for that environment i literally yeah. just mocked up really really quickly like um, yeah. part of it was done like a, a street scan and i basically yeah. used that because um i plan to redo that environment actually because oh. um i don't want it i don't really want it looking like that one it's actually be interactable you're going to be able to do actual parkour like yeah. not just like you know it's not just platforming it's like actually like interacting with your environment that sort of stuff yeah. so i'm gonna have to remodel that and um yeah pretty much like the npcs um i i feel like yeah i feel like i will have them in but the kind of missions that you do are you don't really interact with like you know people on the street i mean they're there but like you don't really you're not really supposed to kind of talk to them you're just supposed to like you know kind of do the mission that you're set basically yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I meant to put that as like for the environment to make it more lively. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That, I'll like just to do just that. them walking around and whatnot, and yeah, yeah. I don't want to push that much stuff to you, but that's still what I saw is really impressive and whatnot. Thank so you. With like the, the per- environment is um, it's not actually in, in post-apocalyptic era. It's actually supposed to be in like kind of a little bit ahead of modern day. So yeah. like it's gonna look a, it's gonna look more kind of the streets are gonna look a, mo- a little bit more lively than that and lots nice. of stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna be just like emptiness everywhere. Like there's gonna be yeah. you know something going on here, something going on there. Yeah. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw the trailer. I saw some like martial arts choreography. Are you like a, a person who practiced martial arts or something like that? I actually because, am. Because yeah. I looked at the trailer, like the, the main character, K-Level, was like basically like, like how he dodged the spear and whatnot. Yeah. And when he dodged like bullets, he did like, you know when people do like in those Chinese wushu yeah. demonstrations? Wushu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always loved this. Martial arts has been a huge part of my life since I was, yeah. since I was 10. And yeah, I'm actually a first stand black belt in karate. Nice. So um, that's I basically use a lot of my own 
knowledge and like what yeah, I would definitely. do in this situation. I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I can't do all of those that like anime in the situations, yeah. but I basically apply what I know and kind of like do it over the top in anime-ish. Yeah. And then basically use that. That's how I'm able to do my own fight choreographies. That's, that's really interesting because basically it looks like a well-done professional movie, but on a budget. <laughs> No offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, the, not the, taken. I, the most, I am. Yeah, <laughs> because this Pretty one guy, like this one, the one min mook just tossed away his gun. Basically, went all close range. Then mm. that, and then he disabled it and started like, like doing the boxing. Yeah, doing the <laughs> boxing and martial arts. And of course, he lost because is Caleb supposed to be like an assassin or something? Or yeah, I don't get very to, without yeah without without any spoilers. Um, yeah. It was actually in the dialogue in the trailer itself. Like, there's this um, secret institution that the government have kind of taken ownership of, and it's this institution of basic child soldiers, basically. Yeah. And um, they are basically trained to the max, and they're trained in secret, and they're trained to be the very best um, domestic militaries that the government can use them in secret to, you know, kind of wipe out their opposition. In like, total. do unauthorized war crimes and like ninjas, basically. Yeah, 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 basically. Like any anything that the you know the government needs to take care of in a dirty way, like yeah. behind closed doors, yeah. that's the secret army that they use basically. Yeah, that's really cool because I'm really into like assassins and ninjas and whatnot. Yeah, and I was they... raised on like the Hitman series since I was a kid, like I was 11 or 12, and I always loved ninjas as well, mm. like Naruto, Flame of Rekka, Mm. Edo period ninjas, cyber ninjas. Oh, excuse me, I have to brush my blow my nose. I said before, like, cool. like I was in like have bad allergies. So, so how you got into the range of like voice actors? How to like how you like got a hold of them and how they and how they agree with the project? I don't want to give into like NDA or spoiler territory. No, you don't have to. You don't have to because I mean I'm the one who like you know runs my own casting. So I mean I will yeah. tell you if I want to tell you. So <laughs> okay, thank you. But I'm um, basically um. With the um, voice acting, like Twitter is actually an amazing place for it. Like anyone, in fact, anyone who's watching this hasn't any projects wants some voice actors, just um, yeah. just send a tweet out and you know put the put a hashtag casting call. The voice acting community is the is a really strong like community. Like they really do like retweet and basically tell each other about upcoming projects and all sort of stuff and projects like that need voice actors and that sort of stuff so when I started I didn't actually think I was gonna get that many voice actors in fact yeah. I actually planned to like do some of it myself because I was expecting uh, you know I'll pull it out but you know just to see if I'll get some voice actors but then um, in my first one which I did um, last year back in May 19? time yeah in 2019 in May yeah um, I did my first um, casting call and like the response I got from it was really high like back then like 75 I got 75 yeah 75 people auditioned for the project and even more um requested to like audition in the first place like this but 75 other people who actually auditioned and I was like wow like this the the, like the voice actor community is amazing on Twitter like there's some really talented people out there and like yeah I basically um got it from them and that's how it began that is really cool man yeah Yes, that, that those almost on those tweet those guys really seem really thankful and really happy they they're been able to have been on even though they worked on like I'm flash thankful. projects. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because because for the longest time as you can tell, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy versus thirteen. Not fifteen, mm-hmm. by the way, that's a disappointment. I don't know <laughs> you about you, but 
but I did not like 15. I just wanted to, for the longest time, my whole mm. life is just to play versus 13 mm. or at least found out what is the actual story about it? What are the sure. concepts? Mm. Are, are there any cutscenes done? I want to see the mm. finished concepts and cutscenes and the like. I know I that more... it was going to be very different. I saw some from uh, I saw from some source. I can't even speak English today. I saw from some source that the story was going to be really dark and to do with like death and like you know how like and there's yeah. this part where like Noctis could like um, interact with kind of like the dead yeah. in a way and kind of like have them as like you know I don't know but it was like really really cool and like really, really cool. you know I kind of I, I want I kind of wanted like to at least see. Yeah. what it was going to be. Be like. Yeah, exactly. And the aesthetic, I love the aesthetic, as you can probably tell, yes. but like, I love the aesthetic of 13, how it would kind of modernize and like mixed with fantasy and that sort yes. of stuff. And like, it was, it was cool. Yeah. And, still and, and Noctis, and, sorry. Yeah. Actually, no, I can do. But like, yeah, <laughs> Noctis also, he was pretty badass in that trailer. So Yeah, badass. Yeah. I still watch that trailer every week or two because same <laughs> every time because it's the best moments of video game history. It's mm. it has no gameplay footage. It just shows a cool cutscene, shows his characters not choking around, kills a bunch of soldiers like knights with guns. That's mm -hmm. also look cool. Mm -hmm. And it's trail and, and I was invested in the world. I want to know who the hell this character is. What's his name? Who are his friends? How the environment is? I just want to get invested in that world. And ever since that trailer, I has not been that well invested in a video game world. Mm. Still to this day, and and I know it's, it's your project is a tribute to that, but mm. with your own other influences like martial arts and mm. anime and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But but I've been into that since like two thousand seven. Like I was in like middle school or beginning of high school, eighth grade. It's mm. been over 10 years. And when I first saw that trailer, I was like, <laughs> holy, this is cool, man. Watch yeah, it again, yeah. watch it again, watch it again. <laughs> I remember going back on Google every day, typing in Final Fantasy versus 13 every day. And then go mm -hmm. to some like Korean site, if you, if you can tell, if you're alive back then. And then type it again mm -hmm. every day. I was worried that it would be. Can I thought the project was canceled for a long, for a long mm. time. To the point I was like, still typing on it, still looking for some little morsel of information. That's how I was into the project. Mm. And I thought 15. Fast forward to like a couple of years after the amazing E3 trailer when it be reverts to reinvented to 15. I thought we we're getting the versus 13 game. And when I played it, I was disappointed. <laughs> My brother loved it yeah. though, but I did not like it. Mm. Yeah, I understand. And, I understand that. Yes. Like, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like Noctis's personality like isn't representative of what was shown in the versus thirteen trailer. Yeah. But obviously, since the story changed, like I kind of did feel like I was going to expect that, which yeah. I kind of did. But um, I would have definitely loved to see like versus thirteen Noctis, and um, with the whole like. Um, Kingdom Hearts, like Remind, like Yazora, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I feel like um, Nomura is trying to find a way to yeah, weave back. it in, weave it in. Because it's even style. if it's not exactly, even if it's not exactly versus thirteen, I feel like elements from that game. He's definitely weaving it in. I think um, I um saw from a source that he actually said no, it's actually different. But he, like with the ending of like 
remind you can't tell me that's a shot for shot you can't tell us that's a shot for shot like versus 13 when you're in the car and all sort of stuff they're from the camera shots to your face expressions yeah like to the actual animations themselves come on Amora. To like you to know the, you know you look talking. at the setting look at the, <laughs> the that setting game? with the giant buildings mm. that don't tell me that is insomnia man because <laughs> i know what insomnia and midgar is like midgar is a is a diesel punk city mm-hmm. that is controlled by a mega corporation while insomnia is controlled by a royal family with the, mm-hmm. with the, with your chains of the last crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So I, before you, before during development, you, you, even though it's supposed to like a fan project, right. And you decided to put Sonic the Hedgehog in it. So you can tell. Oh, you found it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. If that embarrassing you, uh, I love Sonic. Uh, I actually forgot that I even did that, like for yeah. a bit. But um, I, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I yeah. do remember that. And he decided to scrap it because it was embarrassing, and he didn't. It wasn't, no, to... not the fact that it was embarrassing. It's the fact that if I was gonna take this project seriously, because this was back when, like, it was indeed just a little, you know, like, back when it was just a little mini series. I wasn't really taking the project seriously. But when I decided to take the project seriously, I was like, okay, certain things definitely do have to go, and Sonic. Yeah. Is definitely one of them. Like I don't want to like get into a fight with Sega for like yeah. <laughs> using Sonic, and yeah. also um, not just that, but I was also in the process of changing like most of the story. And I was back then the story wasn't as dark as it is now. And I yeah. feel like with the with the way I've written the story now, I'm bearing in mind it's very different from when Sonic was in it. I don't think Sonic would fit in, in the story. With the story, because it's it's too dark. It's it's too not, dark, it, too depressing, too dark. and yeah. seeing all those dead men and Sonic mm. will have a freak out if he saw that. <laughs> exactly, one of the two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, let's get back to the gameplay segments. Like you see, you yeah, saw this gameplay segment of what I said before about the whole post-apocalyptic prototype setting. That was really impressive. Like seriously. You just surpassed most AAA developers these days. Like, I don't want to bash on today's developers, but they they, they they do the same type of games over and over again, but with a new paint of, a new a new paint of a, a new bucket of paint and a new gimmick or two to separate from each other. Yeah, I mean that's the one thing I'm really trying not to do with this um, project. Like yeah. the thing with um the gameplay is I'm really trying to combine every game mechanic that I love in all the games that I play into one game like like I'm developing the game less of a what can I do and what can't I do and more like what do I want to see what do I want to experience when I actually play the game how how would I want to move like how would I want to transverse from A to B like what would I think is really sick and what would I think would feel really good when I'm attacking an enemy and like me I've played kind of enough of those games to kind of feel to kind of know when someone would feel bored of it. And I'm really trying like to kind of think outside the box and how I'm doing my combat system. Yeah. Because yeah, I really, I love that answer because you wanted to push yourself to the boundaries. You're using your mm. pres- personal project to see h- how well you will do not to like be like everyone else. Like, Ooh, look at me, check out my project and whatnot, yada, yada, so on, so on, so forth. Mm. But I really appreciate that you, did some sketches to the point you're doing like CGI that puts like many game developers to shame. Even with that 
even with that professionally done beta prototype uh, sequence. And and I know you're going to change all 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 about all of that because it's a prototype and a beta after all. Yeah, and yeah. and and I can't wait, cannot wait to see the finished project how, project how it will play how it'll be received by people. Like I as of now, as of now, it looks much better than it did. I'm actually surprised that like many people still like lose that video and go, oh no, it's looking really good right now. Like when I look at that video, I'm like, damn, I kind of want to delete it <laughs> because yeah, like terrible. it looks so much like right now it looks so much better than it did back then. So yeah, even like the fact that you guys are giving me like really good feedback on that. Yeah. You guys are definitely in for a treat. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, really, I'm really happy you say so because I cannot wait to see the finished project. Like, it's mm. going to be like chaotic. Like, you heard, mm. you heard of shoot 'em up games? Like, you play a starship, a little spaceship, mm. and you, and you, and you go against a, an army, and mm. they're firing you back to you with bullets and laser blasts and whatnot. Yeah. Or like near automata, it's going to be yeah, that yeah, yeah, type yeah, of yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I'm in the game. I've already, um, this isn't really a spoiler because I've already put the, this kind of content out there. But um, in the game, you can switch between weapons. I mean, as you can in most yeah. games. But like the gun combat that I have, because you switch between a, a, a bare fists, um, sword kind of combat, like melee sword combat. And then you can have like a firearm. So like either a pistol, or like a rifle or something like that, depending on your class. And um, Caleb, he, or, well, by default, he has a pistol, but the pistol combat, I don't want it to just be like, because most pistol combat in most games, like, you know, I, I love most games, but like, to be honest, like they're kind of rigid when it comes to the pistol. Like, it's kind of like, you only, you can only aim and you can only move around so much, but like me, I'm really inspired. I kind of mix that with kind of martial arts and kind of like what I want to see and basically so you can like really like the 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 gameplay when you're moving around with like your gun like that's yeah. what I'm currently most proud of what I've done in the development so far and I actually like I'm actually about to release more like you know gameplay kind of like in development footage um, really soon on my channel and yeah. um, you're gonna be able to like see some of that and you basically be able to like you know flip around dodge in real time and like you know there's like a there's like a mechanic where yeah. you can chain your dodges and um, you can basically do that while you're shooting. So holy crap! I want to like, do that as well. Like, yeah. like a devil may cry. You have heard of the movie Equilibrium with Christian yes, Bale? Yes, definitely, definitely. In fact, I, was, I had that in my mind, but I was like, "Will you get the reference?" But yeah, definitely Equilibrium. Or or the whole, the whole those gun games through. are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I also like want to incorporate that mixed into with like gunslinger, but you actually meshed it into two. Exactly. Like you, yeah, basically get rewarded for dodging bullets and counterattacking at the same time. Exactly, like the gun. The um the gun action is gonna feel very much like almost almost as if it's you're still hacking and slashing but long range pretty much yeah. like and also on top of that like you're gonna be able to like have like a um like a mechanic if you do want to like focus on like you know the aiming yeah. aspect of it like you can like kind of switch between like the over the shoulder view and like the um the third person kind of normal that view is dope stuff, man so. cannot wait to see that and. And even though you don't have the ability, the knowledge yet to like hack enemies into pieces when you're close combat range, I know you got the the whole impaling down, but chopping a limb off or two or a head. I feel like no, I feel like that's like something that dark. it's kind of like too dark, <laughs> so I decided like, eh, let's just keep it with the impaling. I feel like that's something that's been on my mind and definitely on the table. If I feel like you know like dismemberment should be in it, then I'll add it in. But if yeah. it's if it's something that I put, I feel like it would look better if it wasn't in there, then I won't pull it in. Because, you know, this moment 
works for some and not for others so yeah. you know that's for me to kind of decide like with my game and see you know is yeah. this something that i want to add in that's really cool still that, that mechanic dude like he's shown in the videos like really impressive mm, the thank light. you and besides everything two, in the trailer yeah, yeah everything in the trailer um i want to like all the um, fighting that you see in the trailer i want to incorporate as gameplay so as you, as you saw when caleb lifted the um the guard up and then stabbed him in midair and threw him yeah. into the enemies that's gonna i'm planning on having that as a game mechanic nice. that's gonna be difficult to do but like i said i'm not trying to see oh what can i do what can i not do what's going to take too much time to do i really want to give an experience a gameplay experience that is fun and goes past my boundaries. It's, it's a learning experience for me too. Like I really want to like push myself and really do something that I don't see a lot. <laughs> pretty do, much like, these days. Like this is yeah, why. Yeah. Like I, I don't mind the, the knock on. Like I love video games, but mm. the last time a non-Japanese developer did a game that like decided this game. Let's see, see what we can do with the first-person shooter genre. That was Titanfall Two. Before, before, before that was the Halo series. But with those games, let people be saying, like, what I could do with this. How I can yeah. incorporate this into the combat or, in, or how these events of the story flow within the game. Mm. With Titanfall 2, you see that. Like, you, there's Titan gameplay. Like, you're in the cockpit of the Titan. And how in the parkour and, how, and, and the, and the uh, platforming and how it works in Titanfall 2 was really satisfying. How, there's how you different ways how you can, like, like slide and shoot enemies or how you can destroy titans you feel what you get what i'm feeling yeah i feel what you're feeling it's like <laughs> still want to play that game again one day but due to ea screwing the screwing this all that awesome game up with set, putting it between two major releases mm -hmm. i don't have faith in ea but <laughs> but what you just said it's like mind-blowing like mm -hmm. over one person no offense. I know you got actors and whatnot <laughs> and friends to to talk about the story, but that is really impressive. Unlike these major corporations these days cannot think of a good story to push the boundaries. Look, we were at the PS5, Xbox Series X or, or so, and they just nailed the graphics. They didn't nail the gameplay, and they didn't nail the user experience or UX. Mm. And with menus and whatnot, I know you're still uh, you're not a professional yet, but are the menus going to be like a, a bland menu or are you going to like design it over time to like have like a computer interface like the Matrix or or just um, like... Menus as in like UI, like poor screens and that sort yes. of stuff. Um, okay, so I, I was actually talking to um, one of my good friends about this um, on my Discord. But um, what I want is to, because um, I'm also um, a composer as well. Like, in fact, that's nice. one of the things I am foremost. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, like, kind of, like, do something creative with that musically. So um, I have this idea where um, in the pause menu, um, it's basically the um, drone note of um, the key, which the soundtrack is in. And yeah. if you um, select... Um, if you if you if you have your mouse over like uh, one of the um, options, like it plays like some it plays a jingle, but like, in the key of um, what basically that drone note basically, and like it's basically um, it changes according to like the mood of like you know the scene, the mood of like you know like where you are out of the story basically. Yeah. So I want it. Nice. The like, music's gonna be a big part 
in um purpose versus definitely and in fact um another way music is going to be like really big is actually in how i've um, thought of um, a way on how to like uh have this have, have the soundtrack change according to who you play as because in purpose versus you don't just play as one person in missions you are you have a mission partner who is um and it basically change like you can like you know have different mission partners in your missions and also stuff and basically switch between the two as you're as you're basically playing basically so um what i want is to basically have like so there'll be like the music in the background and like a battle theme but i want like different variations according to like the vibe of the character basically yeah, so nice. you know like basically something like that but music's going to be a big part and also like, you know ui wise just like that as well yeah. and i want to really push myself with like ui as well so instead of just you know the like for the menu screen i don't i don't want to yeah. just have like you know just like a you know you select one i want to have like you know i want it to kind of be incorporated in, into like 3d environment in a yeah. sense so um yeah i'm really like gonna look at that and see what I'm i can really do looking forward for that too because the reason why i brought that up is because of two reasons one with persona fives like you heard that game of course like Yes. The menu, the UI screen is like really flashy, like bam, mm. like stylish. Mm-hmm. And the one thing people don't remember is remember 007 GoldenEye for N64. I've, I've heard, the, oh yeah, I've heard of the game. When you press the, when you press the start button, it go, it zooms to James Bond's watch, mm. and the menu is basically his watch. Mm-hmm. People, if you remember playing James Bond 007 for the N64, the pause menu is actually James Bond's watch. And when you're switching around the menus, mm-hmm. it's like, besides that nice, cool beat, ambient beat, but how you move the menus is basically through computer screens throughout the, whole, throughout the watch, which is really dope. Mm. I, I, try, try looking that up on the internet if you, can, if you can find it. Just type in GoldenEye64 menu screen if you can find it. It's like really dope. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I remember to do that. And and about that composer stuff, so let's get to that. But basically you said you're a composer and I looked on yeah. tweets like you're like you're uh, uh, a, a composer. So basically the whole you're doing the whole soundtrack by on your own as well, which is impressive for a game. Like usually that goes like the composer, the the programmer, the concept artist, the the writer. You're doing all of that and incorporating it to like your own feel to it. Exactly. That's We're something just, that like all this like um you know like solo dev stuff. I I'm a very strong believer in if you have the aspiration like totally go for it like because yeah. um like I said like I started the project before I even had the skill to even do this and it's something that you know like if you have a dream don't not do it because you can't do it yet like all all great things take motivate like all great things take you know the effort to actually pull it into action and it's whether or not you know you decide to do that that determines whether it's going to be a reality or not and the thing about effort is anyone can pull it in so it's like you know you're not some you haven't got like magical powers because you can do this because that person also had to like pull in the effort and like you know the work to like you know get to that level so you know like i really do i'm a believer in you know hard work breeds the success so exactly yeah, 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 and it's something that I've been really passionate about. So, yeah. I'd be doing myself a huge disservice if I if you didn't put did in the time pa- or didn't exactly. use your, believe in your your ability to do it. Like basically, exactly. it's like really impressive. Like it's making mm. like some people like tagging people already. Some people even tag Jotaku. It's a play on Kotaku. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
but still you deserve all the praise you got because it's impressive. I watched the trailer like over and over again and it shows like there's I know there's two different characters. Like one is Caleb and I the other one I forgot his name. Did probably didn't tell him his name yet, but yeah, Tobias. Tobias and yeah. I, I believe are like are they like brothers or they're like close friends? Um they are yeah, why not? Yeah, they are um very closely connected. I'm gonna say yeah. That. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Let's keep it that way. Don't want to get to like spoiler yeah, yeah, yeah. territory and whatnot. I just want to wait till the project comes out. And about in the fact, project... yeah, they're, they're closely connected, but they're separate. Just like the trailer says. So yeah, there you go. That's that's your answer. <laughs> yes, that's the. I, I appreciate that. And is the project going to be like a short little mini series still, or it's going to be turned to like a full fledged game? Um, so this is how I plan to do it. Um, because the two stories of Versa and Versus, Versus the animated series, Versus is the game, um, they happen, like the events of the um, the game and the animated series happen both simultaneously at the same time. So whilst this is happening to Caleb, this is happening to Tobias. So um, I plan to um, develop the game, the first chapter of the game, which is the length, which I'm planning to make the length of like a relatively full game. and. Um, that will have, you know, the first, basically, like, you know, encompass, like, the same amount of content that happens to Caleb, what happens to Tobias in the first episode of that animated series, basically. So um, that's how I basically plan to have it. So I'll be working on the um, game. Then after the first chapter release, then I'll animate the first episode series. of the animated series. And then go back to game, series, game, series. And also oh, have some in-between projects. Yeah, I also have some in-between projects that um, I have coming up that I've, you know, spoken to some other developers about which you know obviously i'm not gonna tell yeah. you but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but um <laughs> but um no no like it's there are some very juicy stuff coming up so on top yeah. of that yeah. there's also some other stuff which you know so you're just going so basically you don't want to, so that's so you're doing that way so you don't get burnt out or stressed yeah yeah because um one of the reasons why, because um, when I first started the project, it was just going to be an animated series. And I'm um, not going to lie, but after a while of just doing the animated series over and over again, like me, I'm a, my brain is kind of like, it thinks of new ideas and constantly thinks of new ideas. Yeah. And like, you know, kind of gets bored of old ideas. Like, in fact, I'm actually surprised that I've even like <laughs> done this for this, this long. Like, I know yeah. that when I do something for as long as I have, then that's the one. Like, that's, yeah. but like, um, at the time, I think um last year 2000 and no not, yeah last year 2009 but somewhere around like february that's when i that's when i had the concept idea to like you know what if uh, i did a game like i didn't do it until like november of yeah. last of last year but like in february i was pondering the idea and like um i found myself kind of like you know slacking a little bit on the development because like you know like uh, i wanted to kind of like you know branch out but i was thinking to myself because the, uh, back then a, a game wouldn't make sense so yeah. i was like don't do it but i kind of do want to do it so i was like kind of like eating myself kind of like but then uh, when i decided yeah. to do it i was like it kind of felt better to be honest like i mean people tell me oh you're doing two projects at the same time like that must be so taxing for you but honestly like i'd rather i feel better doing that because you know now i can like if i want to do this i do this if i want to do that i do that i mean i've already like planned that i'm gonna do like you know the um game first but that makes me look forward to I'm working on the animated series. Nice. And when I'm working on the animated series, because when I was working on the um, cinematic trailer, like it, it made me miss working on the game, and that made me more motivated to finish the cinematic trailer to work 
back on the game again. But yeah. if I was just continuing to work on the animated series throughout, it would just feel like, you know, just some long thing that was never going to end. And that basically, yeah. for me, that's what helps me, basically. And yeah. at the same time, I get to flesh out the story even more because in the animated series alone, a lot of things that I really wanted to put in the story could not fit in the story. I mean, like, I know that execution, of, you might have really good ideas, but the execution can make or break a story basically like yeah. if you, you could have the best idea but if you it's poor it's yeah, executed exactly. poorly like the executed Game poorly, of thrones season eight exactly <laughs> killed it, it killed the ip basically literally like and you know like in in theory like the writers who you know wrote that they probably thought it was a good idea and like in your head it thinks it, it looks like a good idea but then yeah. when you put it down on paper and do it the way you do with the dialogue yeah. that you do because dialogue is yeah. part of execution like scene plays part of execution you gotta get those right and it's gotta fit and it's gotta like chronologically kind of like make sense and it's gotta flow like everything is gotta the pacing is very important as well because if you're constantly dropping you know backers and forth here and there and there and not giving enough screen time to this like then it's gonna feel a little bit kind of rushed or forced and however conceptually you would have wanted that in there but execution wise you know there's only so much you can do so um with the animated series that i struggled with that when i was only making the animated series and there was a lot of things that i ended up cutting out and i still made something that was you know quite decent but i wish there was this other stuff there to like but now i can do that and have that kind of the, have the game fleshed out even further which yes. is great so right so, now I have two complete stories which, you know, work, blend beautifully together and basically, yeah. you know, complement each other with the things that I couldn't put in either of them, basically. Now they're so, back. And, yeah, yeah, so basically you decide to, like, cut some stuff up and are you going to go vi revisit some of that stuff or, like, go, or, when the project goes along smoothly, you're going to try to come back to it and say, maybe I should, I have enough skill, maybe I should put that in it or it's just going to be banned completely? Um, so the things that have, like, really banished away, like, um, they're gone. Like, yeah. I mean, as a writer, it's very difficult because I'm friends with other um, writers, writers well. not, not, yeah. And um, it's something that it's like a it's like a something that you, it's like it's like letting go of a child, basically. Yeah. Like this really good idea that you have and like, you know to let it go and know that, no, it can't go in no matter how good it is. You just got to scrap it. And like, yeah. you, it's, just, it's like a discipline almost in a sense. Like you really yeah. got to know what does fit and what does not fit so with the ideas that i know are not coming back they're mm. not coming back <laughs> but yeah. with the ideas that i've wanted to that i've kind of like put on the sideline but should come back like i feel like i will revisit like there's um there's this whole arc about this group of characters that I haven't announced yet. But mm. when I announce them, you're probably going to know what I mean if you watch this back. But there's this group of characters and um, there's this whole arc that is focused on them that I couldn't fit in either the game or the animated series. So what I'm doing is basically... I'm splitting it another, up. Yeah, I'm not even splitting it up. I'm making that another title for Purpose. Because yeah. Purpose Versa and Versa aren't... aren't they're not the only two titles of purpose that I'm releasing. This is going to be yeah. like a whole, a whole franchise, basically. Yeah, IP, basically. So basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. so basically, you're, the project's going to be called Purpose. Yeah. At the end of the day. Exactly. I really enjoy that because I know it's going to be Purpose, going to be like a theme of the whole franchise. Mm -hmm. What is like, what is or was why we are alive, why we're doing this, why the government is doing that. What's the point of being here? Do people want to? accept us or not and how we're going to to reflect back into society if we if we're already killers i don't want to uh, just some examples yeah yeah, yeah. 
good yeah. examples you know that's yeah those are definitely some themes that are in the in the projects definitely in the story yeah the reason why i said this because i basically saw a lot of hitman anime and whatnot and step one call forgot its name at the moment but but i know hitman's just like a agent 47 is just a dude that does his job he doesn't have a personal life because he's a kill basically a killing machine at that point but I, when I want to do a Hitman story, I want to, you know, oh yeah, those John Woo flicks. Because mm-hmm. basically that's how I got some of those ideas from. Because the Hitman are not basically all bad guys. Some basically have a heart of gold or they're really charismatic. Mm-hmm. Not just like these cold, dark people. Mm-hmm. But, but anything else you'd like to, to address? Um, yeah, in fact, that's a very interesting point that you brought up because... Um... The dynamic between the differences between Tobias and Caleb are literally what you just said there. Like you've got the one that's very um, Caleb, basically. He's the one that's very um, kind of obedient and very, you know, like you know, he doesn't very he doesn't look for you know purpose outside of you know what he's given, basically, like what he's been told to do. And you have Tobias on the other hand, which you know is basically the opposite, which is hence like why I I, I like basically. I like the two kind of like um, opposites basically and how each of their stories basically with those kind of like, with those, what's the word? Damn it. <laughs> purpose, like purpose and ideologies. Yeah. How those, yeah. How those two different ideologies basically like dictate how their stories basically um, unravel basically. That's basically um, the whole premise of like having the two basically. And you can see that in the trailer. But that's what I wanted to in fact show in the trailer. Like there's two different characters and they have the two different stories, but they're in the same world and they they're in the same and world they, and, they, and they and they take place around the same time. Exactly the same time, which is really cool and interesting. It's not it's unlike it's not like a versus thirteen clone. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, in fact, I was <laughs> I was not worried, but I was kind of expecting a lot of this is you know Fantasy clone and all sort of stuff. And like when I chose the name versus for purpose versus, yeah. like I was expect I was like, uh, someone's gonna say it. I mean, I don't yeah. really care that much, but I was just expecting it. Like someone's gonna say it, and you know what? Hey, yeah. yo. <laughs> People have been saying it anyway. And to be honest, like. When people say that to me, I don't really take that as an offense. I take that as someone's noticed what my inspirations are. So yeah. that's fine because it's true. Like yeah. I am like the aesthetic of Versus 13 and like Square Enix and all that stuff. Yeah, like that. I've been using that as a basis for my skill improvement for yeah. as long as I've been doing this. So it's only natural. In fact, if someone compares me to that, you know, I kind of take it as a compliment more than a like compliment you know, than an insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, no, it's not a. The story's definitely not a clone. This is this story that I've written is. Definitely, it's definitely wait, something. Man, I love some good stories <laughs> in my action. This games. story, so much passion has gone into this story that I've written. So much yeah. meaning, like every character has something that they that definitely go through. Like all this, all the stories are really dark, and there's not really any happy kind of like ending, quote unquote. Yeah. Like Caleb's story in the game, I think out of the two, like Caleb gets the the real rough uh, uh, right at the, the start basically yeah yeah the short end of the stick even though the stick is short but he got yeah the short end of the short he, stick he got the oh he <laughs> caleb definitely got i'm just thinking about caleb's story he definitely got out of katarvias and caleb caleb got the short stick definitely 
Tobias gets the short stick a little bit later on, but Caleb, right from the get-go, oh boy, yeah, he does get yeah. the short stick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're really dark, and like the way I've like done it is I'm not just being dark just for the sake of being dark. Like I know yeah. a lot of um, like I hear a lot of creators. Like I'll say this honestly, a lot of creators like they want to make a dark story, but they'll make it just for the sake of like you know being different or being dark. But like the way I've done it is like I didn't intend to be dark. I wrote yeah. things that ha- that happened and because of the flow of the story it was dark because of it like i'm not gonna needlessly you know be i'm not gonna try i'm not trying to make my characters needlessly edgy like yeah. they're edgy because of what happens to them and that sort of stuff yeah. which you do see in the story because um they they're not always they're not always like that they become yeah. like that like basically. that yeah yeah so, so, so it's not yeah. just like yeah it's, they're not just like um like the generic Sasuke, edgy bad yeah. boy, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they actually, and in fact, like I mean, I'll, I'll give this one away. But um, Caleb isn't always like Caleb wasn't always like that, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes. Cannot yeah. wait to see that dude. Like it's really showing a lot of progress, promise, and mm-hmm. progress, which I'm really impressed. I followed you on, on mm-hmm. in your project on Twitter and whatnot, and I'm just really happy for you. Like you're, you, you made it all this way. And there's no turning back now. Definitely. I don't, to be honest, I'm and happy. Sus- I don't yeah, want to go back. The, suspect, when it comes out, suspect the angry bad, the angry fanboys and whatnot, screw yeah, yeah, yeah. Suspect the fa- <laughs> Respect your fans, yeah. not the fanboys. Mm. I mean, they've already, I mean, I've already had like quite a few fetches, especially earlier on when I was doing it because um, yeah. of, uh, when, when it's earlier on, because back yeah. then I wasn't as good as, you know, as I am now and as I am growing to be. But yeah. like back then, obviously... It wasn't as good. So then I got it more earlier on. But like as that's why like I make all my like development ex- except from like the story spoilers. I make the development public so that people can kind of like see where it's What's going. going on so, and what you know, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they can see where it's come from. And then they can see where it is now and it's like there has been improvement along the way and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um yeah, it's just a good way also to basically, you know. Yeah, kind of like, connect more with you. Connect guys. with your audience and say, and not have people say, "What happened to this game?" or "When's <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, come yeah. out?" Like, yeah, or, or referencing uh, yeah. that one project, and it starts <laughs> and it has three letters. Mm-hmm. It starts S L A. S L A. You know what that means? Or what just want soul lost aside. Oh no, <laughs> soul lost aside. Oh damn it! I went on their website recently as well, and they said that they have stuff planned for like the end of the year. Oh, and it's been already oh, at the I end really, of the year. I really hope they're doing well because they said that it, I think like 2016 they would plan to do something. I don't know if they've already done it, but like I didn't. I've not heard from them in time. Like yeah, I think the developer Bing Yang, I think his name is. Oh, yeah, I hope I got Yang right. Bing. Yang Yang. God damn it! I'm sorry, Yang Bing. <laughs> but um, yeah, Yang Bing. I hope he's doing alright. I just hope he's yeah. doing alright, man. Because I'm um, yeah. also like, as a solo developer, I do also respect that these things are difficult to do when yeah. you're on your own or you haven't got like a big back and all sort of stuff. Like, it really does require a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. So, and most developers aren't willing to do that. Like, I've spoken to a few, and the kind of like, it's it is a very big sacrifice to do it like, like yeah. solo developing or like a really small team. So if someone if someone's doing a project like that and like it kind of like gets cancelled, like I know it, most people would be mad at it, but like me, I understand it wholeheartedly. I mean, 
I have too much driving me to ever let my project go. And I've been, yeah. I've been going through things that would make me stop, but I've yeah. still continued. And mm-hmm. not to say that all these other like indie creators, you know, you know, you're, you're too weak, but like, no, yeah. I understand if you do, because it is definitely tough. It's definitely, it's a lifestyle. Like yeah. once you're in it, your whole life is, is the, the project. project. It is the project and it's nothing else. And you yeah. really do have to like, and in a way it's, it's good, but you really, it, it can, it's a very fine line from it becoming like unhealthy. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why, like, you know, some, like most of like, you know, most indie developers that do cancel their projects, like you kind of have to like, you know, at least you did try. Cause it's really, it's, 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 a, it's more than a commitment. It's something yeah. that like, it's the commitment, it's the pressure, it's the deadlines, it's the, then it's like the time that you take away from the other stuff that you would be doing, like even like important stuff, like, you know, like your whole social, <laughs> for like a big right. time when I was starting the project, like you have to sacrifice everything, yeah. especially when you're starting up, if you want it to be good. I mean, after a while when like, you know, it's like a, because it's like a really steep start. The way it yeah. happens is if you're starting like, like an indie project by yourself, like the beginning is always the toughest part because no one yeah. knows who you are yet. Like you have to get yourself out there first and mm. then, and then afterwards, when everyone's talking about it and like it's like a nice stream and like you can just put, like you're just, if you upload something and you know it's going to like, you know, get people talking about it, then you can, yeah. it's like a lot more relaxing and you can like kind of sit back a little bit, but still work hard. But in the first couple of years when I was, um, when I was working on purpose, when I had nothing for it yet, yeah. like you have the, the work that you have to put in, especially, and it gets harder each year goes by because the standard is rising every single year. So yeah. you have to work quickly and hard so that you don't fall behind or something that you made back then that probably would have worked back in that year. If you take too long and release it like later on down the line when better stuff is already out, then you're going to be like, you're going to be wiped out. Like yep. exactly. Like when I started Purpose, it looks nothing like how it does now. In fact, it looks yeah. very, a lot more kind of indie quote unquote, but like I had to like adapt to the times and like doing to learn that. how to do everything. Like learn how to do unreal, exactly. learn how to do like character models, learn how to do like how to like use a controller, how the gameplay is exactly. screen, like the storyboards, the you have writing, to study all that sort of stuff. And you have to study, composing. you have to be everything. You have yeah. to do everything. Yeah, it really has. It really is a. It's a tax on you. Yeah. And yeah, it attacks on like the time you spend with other people. It attacks on like you know sort of stuff. Like, yeah. For the most time, especially when you're starting now, you're very isolated. Yeah. But then that's when I feel like that's that's more to me. That's a test of like yeah. that's a test of commitment. That's a test of that's where you really gotta ask yourself, do I actually want to live like this? Because you're going to live like this yes. when you do this. Like, that's when like you really. That's when you really see for yourself if you really do have the drive to do it. Because when you're sat having the idea to have it, like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. I should start. That's nothing compared to actually doing it. Like, thinking you can do it and actually doing it are two very, very different things. So that's where, you, that's where like, you know, the whole, can I actually do this? Like, and then, like, you know, the drive. And it's all about the drive, the doing it when you don't want to do it. Because there will be days where you wake up and you don't want to do it. Do and it that, yeah. that, ha- that happens to me more times than I'd like. <laughs> but yeah. you have to do it anyway. Because yeah. me, personally, like, even though, yes, I've, I've, there have been times where I've crossed the line and it's been unhealthy for me. But then the way I've, like, kind of, like, um, overcome that is yeah. <clears throat> you have to visualize, like, where you're going to be. Like, if you work hard now, where yeah. you're going to be 
is not where you're still going to be at right now. It's going to be at a level that, you know, you can finally, you know, relax. So the you got to go over this mountain and then you can see the sunset. But you have yeah. to hike the mountain first. But, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. So the people who are working on, like, their indie projects and that sort of stuff that feel that it's not really going anywhere, like, just there's going to be sunset. <laughs> there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And, like, every step that you put in is a step closer to, like, the sunset you just got to remember that because you will get there it's like hard work is like i do view hard work as genuinely like a like a proportional to like the amount of success you have so the more you pull in you will definitely get out it's like you get in you get out so that's what's kept me going and that's the reason why i am so driven and will never give up like there have been times in my life where like you know any like my family look at me and they're like they they think i'm crazy like most of the time because like (laughs) <laughs> Stephen, go outside. Yeah, Stephen, go- no, my mom. <laughs> my mom, she's definitely, yeah, I love my mom to pieces. Like, if, like, she's yeah. definitely, like, the, she's definitely the common sense side of me. I'm more of, like, the, you know, the, I'll do this and the drive and that sort of stuff. But sometimes, like, even though it's annoying, like, you do need, like, Sometimes you do need that person to just kind of like, you know, have a break, Stephen, to like snatch your, snatch yeah. your equipment over. <laughs> well, yeah. she doesn't do that, but kind of like, you know. I know like, she supports like... you and really proud of what you did and everything, but yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. they're worried about you. Like you're going yeah, to like yeah, lose yeah. your life and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's very, it's very real though. Like when you're in yeah. it, you don't see it, but like, it's very real. Like yeah. there is a chance that like, you know, you'd get a little bit too invested in it. But, like, yeah. that's the thing, like, you really gotta, like, that's the thing, like, if you put yourself through that, you best damn make sure that it works, because, like, yeah. and that's why, like, now, like, if I told my mom, oh, I'm quitting, she'd be like, no, you're goddamn not, <laughs> yeah. because I've put in so much hard work, and I've put in so much sacrifice, like, yeah. Now it better goddamn work. So therefore, like you know, you gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta do, do it. You gotta finish it. You, you gotta, you better finish it after put everything. Put it on Steam. But yeah, chapter one on through, Steam. So. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Like I like that. Like I want that kind of like you know that kind of yeah. like it better goddamn work because I feel that too. Like after everything you've put into it, like thinking back to when I had that idea back like you know a few years ago when I was just sketching these ideas, like if I looked to the future and saw what my life would become, I'd be like yeah not i'd pass <laughs> yeah. but like it's genuinely like it really does test your it really does test your willpower and exactly you do really do have to have the drive for it and if you and but like I'd, i don't want to scare people away from yeah. doing it because it's an enjoyable experience you just have to you just have to enjoy it in the first place yeah enjoy like, in me, the first i love like i enjoy it i love interrupt, it yeah sorry about interrupting you but basically Basically, it's a rough start. Like, I start my own stories, and the, you know what the hard part is? When you start and when you end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically, when you start getting into it, in some days you don't want to type, but uh, let me just type a, a, a set, like a, a page or two. Mm. And then you start getting, like, you get into the rhythm of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely rhythm. Yeah. I remember that feeling when I did, like, um, did a novel. Lost yeah. it. It's long ago. And it's like really happy with it, lost it. But I understand what you're going through when you're you're like doing your project and whatnot. Purpose, the purpose. Like it's kind of called the purpose series, or or just called it purpose purposes. Um, yeah, the purpose series because you know I'm also yes. working on Versa as well. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So 
it's like seeing all these indie devs like sacrificing their time to do what they love mm. and what gaming is about. It's not what these like these DLCs, this pachinko like season passes or mandatory internet. No, it's about having a good time and having making making sure your players get invested in your product. Mm. At the end of the day, games make game the gaming games is a business. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like, if you want to make a good product and get make and and have trust your customers giving you money, mm. I don't want to sound like capitalistic and whatnot. Mm. This is like for an example. Mm. And it's or, real though, still. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying again, yeah, giving you money because of trust. They don't know who you are and. Mm-hmm. Who your background is, and I don't, and there'll be more times people think you're you're going to rip them off. Mm. But you have them like get invested in with you, and you're being open about the process. Because basically, if you do that, you're being real with them, you're being transparent, and you're you're building trust with your audience. Mm -hmm. And after, which which many people just drive AAA games. Because of the name alone, the IP brand, the company name, and they don't have the same drive, as you can tell. Like, basically, you see, like, the same problems happen again, like, the same cliches, same, like, gameplay mechanics being all boring and the samey, and the like. Don't get into, like, a tantrum of, like, how I don't like AAA games. There's some good AAA games, and there's many bad AAA games, and... The reason why, that's why I wanted to talk to you because really the whole project is like impressive. Mm. It's like give me versus vibes. I always love that aesthetic. Yeah, same, same. Ever since middle school. <laughs> I'm 28 years old now. And I've been waiting for this game for years. 15 didn't cut it for me. As we can tell. <laughs> yeah. People, people think if, if my exception is crazy, at least you're you, at least you are using it. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, to add on with what you said there, I feel like one of the big reasons why most AAA games are really samey is because, um, and it also ties into like why I also like being a solo dev. Is um, these um big companies have deadlines, and they yeah. have like most of the time they don't have time to like actually well <laughs> this sounds kind of negative but i don't have time to be creative basically they don't have yeah. the time to actually pioneer new stuff like sometimes the safest way to actually like you know have make sure your release is on time and like will actually like come out is if you just don't change the wheel and just basically make something you know that has been done before but with like a new splash of paint and that you know put, like, put it, make it as a brand that people are already invested in so that like, people will get it anyway and then and then you get the money and then you don't become bankrupt so you can do it again and again and again and yeah. again and like personally like i don't have anything against it i just prefer something more you know what i'm saying yeah, like i, I don't hate saying. that i don't hate that they're doing that because i understand it it's understandable like yeah. obviously i'm working as an indie dev like and that's why i love being a solo dev because I have my I set my own deadlines I'm, I'm basically my own boss basically like yeah. I don't I'm not under like you know the time restrictions of oh you gotta do this at this time you gotta do this at this, this time have you done this mechanic yet no scrap it like I'm not under that like I'm really and I feel like if a big company had the opportunity to literally just have all the time in the world to just pour money into like this I mean I don't pour money into my project I mean I'm working I, I'm 
I basically like you know I mean I've started a Patreon which you know I help with like the advertising and that sort of stuff and like some of the things there but like I'm also putting food on my table but like I've always been working like with no money like for free basically yeah. but but like if a, if a big studio basically had the opportunity to just pour money like into just this one project and just have all the time in the world to do it I think they would really like they'd like smash waters here like they'd really like do something extraordinary and that's something that and like understanding that that's kind of like the reason why I like being a solo dev because yeah all the game mechanics that I want, like the parkour, like the being able to switch weapons in mid-combat, like, you know, the sword combat, not just being hack and slash, but you can, like, you know, stab enemies and throw them into other enemies and basically, like, target that sort of stuff, like, shot lock style, like, killing yeah. them hearts, and, like, you know, all that sort of stuff that I really want to put in the game, I will put in the game. Like, the only limit is basically what I tell myself. And I tell myself, yeah. no limits. So, no limits. So, yeah. that's basically what I'm going for. I mean, yeah, I do intend to have the project released timely. Like, yeah. and also the way I'm doing it is um, on my Patreon, I'm going to be releasing, like, test builds of every, like, each mechanic that I make. I'm going to make a test build for my Patreon so they can test it while it's being developed. So, it's not like so, the game's, it's like no one's ever going to play the game. The game is constantly kind of being evolving. released and evolving, basically. So, it's not yeah. like, so in a sense, the game is pretty much gonna come out like as soon as I do that, which is in like you know the next couple of weeks. But like um, that that whole model that like a triple A like studios don't have the luxury of doing, like that's the reason why I prefer it because then that gives me the ability to really be creative and actually make something that's a yeah. experience that I know like people are gonna wanna play and I, I definitely wanna play. Yeah, after exactly. playing you know enough, because I mean I love Nier Automata, but even playing near Automata sometimes I want more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I love the game. That's why like one of that's one of my inspirations. But like I feel like there can be more. And thus with my own title purpose versus I'm really going in and I'm not I'm not holding myself back. Like I feel there's no reason to. So I am really going in, yeah, making go it in, the best yeah. the best that, you know it could be. If it can possibly be, and I will yes. keep updating it after that and make it even better, even after it's officially released. Yeah, this is like yeah. this is like where I'm, I'm putting my life, so I'm making this the best life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta enjoy yeah. that lifestyle. Like, exactly. I want to bring and up, I do, another, I do, yeah, I want to bring up another topic. Like, you heard of like Tetsuya Nomura being like the character designer, the storyboard uh, overseer, the director, the gameplay mechanic designer. Mm -hmm. Wow, there's this another guy called Daisuke Ishiotari of the Guilty Gear fame. You heard of the fighting game Guilty Gear. He basically like created the story, mm. did the gameplay mechanics, designed the characters, composed the music, did the, I think he did, uh, he did a lot with it, but. I like that, I like that. Because basically it was like a small little project when it first started. He even did like the voice of the main character in the PS, PXX version of Guilty Gear. So that's awesome. They had like a um, small budget. We just ran out of budget for like the main character. So what he did, he just like, eh, whatever. I just do the the voice of my of the main of the main character, and he did that as well as composing the soundtrack, designing the characters, and writing the story, and and doing the gameplay mechanics. Mm -hmm. So basically, Guilty Gear is basically Ishiwatari's child. Like the moral with Versus 13. Mm. Because basically you can see all like the ideas no more want to do with Versus 13. Mm -hmm. His symbolism with death, the cool badassery, the badasseriness, and the setting. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. He always wanted to do a drama. And he's not, I think he's like the type of guy that's getting tired of doing Kingdom Hearts. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so basically, you know, when you're a creator and you're tired of working on that one series. And I said, <laughs> and I want, and, but, but investors and fans kept begging you and like giving you offers, like do this, you should do that. No, we're telling you to do this. And <laughs> yeah. while on the, while on the sauce, like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. Like, yeah, get that guy Brit Namor a break, man. He definitely needs a big massage, <laughs> a nice, yeah, a, a nice vacation, and a break, and a break, and a new, and a project. Yeah, a project that he can project. really call his own and that sort of stuff. Yes. Like, I'd love to see like a new, entirely new project, entirely by Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, like if he could just get the opportunity to like you know, like yeah. oh Tetsuya Nomura, what would you like to do, and just have like a new Tetsuya yeah. Nomura project? That's that's something that. I'd like I think he wants that. Yes, I've been. But more time, I, 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 more time, I think he just wants to put versus thirteen in Kingdom of Hearts. I think that's that's, that's really pro- <laughs> verse thirteen is his project. It's his child. Say. Yeah. So I, I don't feel, want to I, give I, it up. I feel, I'd feel so mad if like I if that happened to me. Like if I was working on purpose and then you know like some other like person took over and changed everything, you can bet I'm me I'm. <laughs> Pulling it, I'm putting fragments of that in the next game that they're making. You can bet. <laughs> yeah. So man. like people are saying, "Oh, Nomura's salty." You know, salty. Like, he ain't damn straight. Salty. That, like, of course, he's salty. He has man. every right. He has every right. <laughs> salty man. God damn it! <laughs> wouldn't you too? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you too? If you worked on a book and the, the investors exactly. changed everything. Exactly. Like that. that that's, would, your, yeah. that's your child. And your someone time, takes and your you, child. And you stripped, you're gonna, and you stripped it. Exactly. And said, what the hell they done They're with gonna you, They're going to goddamn boy? rescue your child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, anything else before we, we, head, we go and everything? Because basically you're heading out to some amazing places. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely the goal from here. Like, I'm not... I feel like when I started the cinematic trailer, I was going to give myself a break, and I should. But there's something in me that just wants to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Just like, want to keep going. Just, just want to keep going. Just want to keep going. And like, I do pace myself. I mean, like, <laughs> my yeah. mom. I keep, I keep bringing her back in there, but like, it's, it's yeah. relevant because like, I do have my mom to thank me for like, keeping yeah. a level head on all this. Otherwise, and, <laughs> but yeah, like, my mom told me that, um, and this is actually important. <laughs> my mom told me that, because I'm always, I'm a, um, the means to find the ends kind of guy, which is why yeah. I work as hard as I do, because no matter how hard I work, even if I skip a few yeah. meals or in there, like it's the ends that's going to like, you know, bring me to like the heights, which they yeah. have. And it's true. But then my mom told me it's the purity of the means that define the ends. So, yeah. and that means like, yes, you're working hard and that sort of stuff, but that work isn't going to do you any good if you fall ill because you're, because you're, you're burnt out and all sorts of stuff. So the purity of the means defy the ends. And like, I've really taken that, especially nowadays, because um, she actually told me that like a month ago and I was like, oh damn, it really is. So like, yeah. I'm not going to take a break from the project, but I am pacing myself now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm basically, that's one of the reasons why I came up with the whole model of like, you know, instead of like making the game and then releasing it, I'll release like, you know, beta tests and like evolve the game. Yeah. Time. So then I can. So I people can re- have a chance to play it and get like feedback what I should keep exactly. and what I should improve on. Exactly. And then, you know, I can guarantee that the game I'm going to make is a game people want to play because uh, people are letting me know like what they want in it. And at the same time, you know, I'm pacing myself and I don't have to work. I'm not 
burning myself out because I know something's out there. I know I'm doing a good job. I know that I'm, you know, everything's going according to plan. And yeah. yeah. And um, and the whole thing about when I was talking about the steep curve, like yeah. I've already passed the hardest part, which is starting it all. Like, I yeah. mean, when, when you start off, no one knows who you are and you have to fight for the recognition on top of fighting to make the project the best you are. But yeah. like right now I'm in a position where like, it's, it's a nice up gradient like the gradient is like it's, it's going up and up and up and up and like i don't have to put so much work into being noticed anymore because like i'm really thankful for like everyone who's like you know taking interest in the project because now like you know you can at that point you can kind of like you know not slow down but relax a little relax bit, a that's bit, important yeah. that's very important because i have put myself in i put myself i've put myself through like the burnout and it's it's not fun it's just yeah. not fun don't do it guys if you're doing your own indie projects like when you're starting out i know you have to work hard and there is no other way i can tell you i'm not gonna lie to you and say that you don't 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 overdo it because at some points you are going to have to to make sure that you know you're you, to make sure that you're going to get up there but just be careful when you're doing it guys like i beg news well from what i've gone for myself be careful when you're overdoing it it's necessary yeah. to overdo it but be careful when you're doing it that's what i'm saying okay so that's yeah. really good point because basically you need to pace yourself to yeah, prevent definitely. burnout and prevent mm. over stress and prevent like suicidal thoughts or doubt mm. exactly I should, that's a good lesson. That's a good point. Like pace yourself with goals and whatnot mm. and to improve your, in, in order to keep yourself on the project besides other means in light. Make so a you don't worry, you, don't worry your, don't worry your loved ones out and definitely, as well as not definitely. disappoint your fans mm. and do something that you love to do. Exactly. You're doing you have right to now. love doing it in the first place. Like, you have and to let me really tell you something. It. Let me tell you something, my friend. Of course. Basically, I have a feeling if this goes well, this will be a career path for you. The whole purpose series will bring you purpose. That's my it's goal. It's like, like basically it brings you, it opens up more opportunities for bigger projects, mm. have your foot in the door in the industry, even mm. though it's cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, I'm really more. being careful with like the industry thing because um, yeah. I have, I know that I already have the opportunity and to, and I already have much of, enough of what i have to pitch myself to like you know the higher ups but that's one thing like i don't want to do that yet yeah. until like you know you're ready because, um, like, i want to i really want to like self-publish first you know what i'm saying like yeah. before you know i sell my soul to, like, you know, sort of stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it really whatever. is cutthroat like you know it's it's quite because i know if i have friends who tell me about this all the time like mm -hmm. the industry like you really got to be careful with like what contracts you sign you really got to be careful with like who you're giving your project to, like, you know, what deals they're making you and that sort of stuff. Like me, I studied contract law, you know, that sort of stuff. So I... So you I'm, did your I'm, research I'm on, on contracts stuff. and whatnot. Yeah, that sort of stuff. I love contract law and that sort of stuff. In fact, like, oh. in, in the future, I want to actually, like, do it as a full profession. Like, in the far, far, far future, though. Like, right now, I want to do this. But, yeah. um, like, I... So, like, I'm quite... I'm quite um, aware of this kind of stuff already, but like yeah. it really like <laughs> some of these people are really out here to just like take your project and like not like give you anything. Give you money, stuff. like 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 exactly. the music industry. Yeah, oh the music industry. <laughs> the music Cut industry. Throat, man. Exactly. Like you, if you're an indie, like you, like the way I'm because I'm also like I have a YouTube as well, and I'm also like yeah. trying to like you know do music on the side of what I'm doing as yeah. well. And I'm like one of my ways to do my music is like through this project that I'm doing right now, and basically. If you're an indie creator, like yeah. just 
make as long as you're doing something that people love and you're able to market it yourself you're you're pretty much doing fine now like yeah. and if you and if you're like you know you found a way to like make money off of it you don't need the higher ups you don't need to just hire keep through, just, co- just keep going like just keep yeah. going and you'll grow you'll yeah. grow to reach higher places yourself like yeah. sometimes the sometimes the quickest route is the longest one yeah like if you know what i mean like the quickest route to get up there and like nah like sometimes you just really gotta go here that's why i'm indie and i'll yeah. be in don't you don't want people to tell you what to do with your own work or exactly. deadlines or what's the hypest thing you should put it in there mm. <laughs> do that crap man <laughs> exactly you put what you want to put in obviously there is a little with what you said there is a little bit of truth to um you know following the hype and like also putting that stuff yeah. in there because like you want to market your project and therefore yeah. you are going to have to think realistically and kind of like sometimes bite the bullet and add in stuff which not like that you wouldn't put in but like sometimes like if like if you want to like let's say like do collab collabs with like other projects or like collabs yeah. with like other brands and so on other stuff like yeah. you know if you're that if you're a kind of person that doesn't want to do that in the first place at least acknowledge that that is a very smart thing to do because yeah. it is i mean i i've had to deal with my music the reason why like i've got like i made 2000 in very short time subscribers yeah. is because um i mean I like Sonic, but not as much as I, not not as much as like the diehard fan. But I knew that like on my uh, mu- on my uh, music um, on my music channel, I do a lot of Sonic covers because of the views, and then that gives me the views to like do like show them my other stuff. And I'm really I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan, Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, I do those covers, yeah. but they, I wouldn't be. I don't think I'd have had the views to get those had I not done that in the first place. Yeah. So sometimes it's necessary. You have to like, especially when you're starting out. The whole curve thing that I said, like that's one of the hard things that you have to go yeah. through. Like doing stuff that you initially don't want to do to get to the point where you can do the stuff that you want to do. But also again, you have to really, really like selective with even the stuff that you don't want to do as well. Because if that also means you thinking that you have to like, you know, sign off to some developer that's going to take everything from you then you might as well just not have started like you have to think like what you do yeah exactly you have to like do the things they don't want to do if they're going to better if they're going to bring positive to like what you to to your goal basically and like not and 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 it's not going to like cut your cut your legs from under you that's when you should like do the things that you kind of don't want to do but if it's really gonna like cut your legs under from underneath you you didn't don't do it <laughs> plus much. we got the internet anyways we got youtube we got exactly. patreon exactly you're just cutting out the middlemen exactly exactly yeah like i really do believe in like you know the the indie era is rising yes I really it believe is it's rising we're, we're we're coming it's like <laughs> games like katana zero my yeah. friend pedro the messenger bloodstained even though that's funded but at least that's a castlevania continuation mm-hmm but still, the indie, we're coming. It's growing. We're coming to get them. <laughs> we're coming to get them. It's coming to get them. take it. <laughs> we're coming to get take them, a fraction of time and the money to do so to create an indie project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. But, uh, if, you have, if you have the passion, definitely go for it. And, you know, don't let anyone tell you. Because people, especially when you're tired now, like, people tell you you can't do it. At points, you would kind of be shaky in your own, like, whether or yeah. you can do it. But some, you just need to close your eyes and just do, do it. it. Even when you don't want to, even when you don't even believe in yourself wholeheartedly. Like, because we all, and I've said this before, like, all of us underestimate our what we are capable of yeah. to some extent. Like... Yeah we are all more powerful than we know yeah. it's all a matter of untapping it you've not seen how powerful you are at your fullest yet 
until you've tapped into it. So are you really, with knowing that now, are you really not going to tap into it? Knowing that you, you are greater than you think you are right now. Everyone is. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Exactly. Thank you. you saw about that. My set, I said earlier, my nose is like <laughs> yeah, running what not. Yeah. yeah so I appreciate you time being on the podcast and the like. Definitely. It's been a pleasure. And I, I love talking with you. Learned a lot. And mm-hmm. that it's really making me hype, to be honest. Talking to the creator of the, the Promise Purpose series. <laughs> I really felt honored. You got thank a lot you. of skills. Thank you. Thank you very much. And and it took a lot of time from like the 3D modeling, the mm. arrangement of the voice cast and whatnot. Because basically, mm. I want to follow the whole project from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. To be I'm, I'm glad that you're along for the ride, man. Like I've told yeah, you. Yeah, I was late. I just came on yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, this is just the beginning, pretty much. Still, I mean, yeah. there's obviously been the beginning, but like yeah. in terms of like its rise, like 2020. Like I even put in my Twitter, like 2020 is gonna be a big year, and 2021. It's going to be the year. year. It's going to be like, it's going to be the year for me. Like 2020, I feel like 2019 set the stage for 2020. Like 2019 was the more like the, well, 2017 is when I started the project. Like 2017 was the concept stage. 2018, I kind of slacked a little bit. But 2019 was when I really like asked myself, am I ready? Am I committed? Am I going to do this? That was like the hard part that to overcome my own kind of like, you know, laziness and really be like, I'm going to do this and do this and do this. So like 2019, that was like, you know, the, the growth period setting the stage for 2020, which is the, which has been this year where I've released all this stuff, 2021 and you know, 2020 releasing me releasing like, you know, the introductory stuff is preparing the stage for 2021. I'm really aiming to smash in 2021 and 2022 and you know, years to come. But that's been my goal, and you know, I, I, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm hyped, man. Let's I'm go, hyped, man. Let's, let's go. go. I got wait, man. Because basically, this project's getting me all hyped because I, I was interested before, and I want to talk to the people, the person who created it. Definitely. And thank God you had your DMs open because <laughs> any uh, yeah. famous guys basically had to, had to, t- I had to get a hold of them through like mm, a Gmail, which some didn't reply back. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, oh, I don't. I don't like e- emails. I feel like it's all slow. Like just it's old fashioned slow, man. That's why I prefer <laughs> yeah. DMs. I'll only do it for like. I mean, like obviously, I do it to like you know manage my voice acting, like that sort of stuff. But like, yes. And, like, but like everything else, like just, just send me a DM if you want to talk, man. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just like one of you guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Basically, I'm just, I'm just like one of you guys, but just with a dream and just yeah. doing something. Uh, just for if fun. anyone just yeah if anyone wants to know what programs i use or how to get started or like you know like a playlist of like stuff that like you know can help them get started like you know just just send me a dm you know follow me first <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. okay <laughs> but uh, uh but yeah of course yeah i'm very much like a, you know like even though i'm doing all these accomplishments like i, I will never let that get to my character i, yeah. I always be the same goofy <laughs> kind of steven as i've yeah. always been since day one exactly really appreciate you being on the podcast and and before we go i always say this but we always give up interesting ideas like well i was ready to have one interesting question right now if you don't mind excuse one more if you don't mind i I don't mind yeah Uh, how you got into like composing soundtracks or um hey that's in fact okay so um I, of all the skill sets I have, composing yep. has been the one that I've done the longest 
and as being something that I've done first. So um, game design, animation, all that sort of stuff, like before I even like touched on that, I've always yeah. been a musician since, I'm a, I mean, I, all right, I personally don't believe this, but my mom says it. Like I've been, um, I've been like, because my mom got me like a little piano thing, like when I was like, you know, around like two months old, but I was like uh, around about like almost one, like, you know, like I, apparently I could play, but like, I know that, I know it's at perfect pitch. So I semi believe it, semi don't, because like around the way when I was like in like nursery, no, not, yeah, nursery kind of like year one kind of like yeah. in school, like I was obsessed with music, obsessed with like piano and that sort of stuff. And like, I used to play every single day for for literally like until now like i think i only stopped like when i was in like my late teenage years like a levels and stuff and i got busy but every single day of every single year i would like you know play piano and i'm self-taught so but the thing is like people say you're self-taught and you're this good like no way but like you understand like rep with repetition you're gonna be you're gonna Better. eventually be good exactly like even if you start off with nothing if you keep doing one thing over and over again by default, you are eventually going to be good. And yeah. I'm 21 years old. So for 21 years consistently, I've been playing piano, like, you know, just experimenting. And the way I've done it is like, like, you know, I'd be like, you know, experimenting, see what sounds good with like oh, different notes and not, and like, you know, kind of like, you know, get used to the sounds. And like, I had this little keyboard that tells you what the notes are when you play. So yeah. like, you know, after like, you know, learning that, it's like, cause like, there's only so much to learn with that. Then like, you know, I eventually, you know, started trying to like compose my own songs and that sort of stuff. And like, I've been yeah. doing that for like, you know, longer than I can remember, but I've been doing that like kind of like officially digitally. Like I started when I was like around about like 10, 11. And then like, I've been like, kind of like, you know, composing songs like, you know, like on the computer like you know with like, yeah. you know, like a midi synth and all that stuff literally yeah. ever since so um this is it's like breathing to me like i mean like if anyone asks me you'll make a song like i'll make you a song now like it's pretty much like it's like it's like third nature like fourth like they say second nature but it's like third like fourth like fifth nature to me it's like talking yeah. basically because i've done it like my whole entire life and yeah. um the reason why i wanted to do a project also i was inspired by like you know like the anime that i told you about but also i've always wanted to like make music for a project like yeah. you know like like how yokushi mamoru like the nobuo uematsu like if yeah. i butcher their names i'm sorry but like um yeah like i always wanted to be one of those composers like the goshinas for like the um Gaudia. and like yeah. you know I, I i'd like do commissions here and there but it was like really slow and like when i was starting out like some people especially when you're starting out as a composer like you get these really like awful deals and some people don't even like pay you or credit you even so like I was thinking, yeah, I really had it rough as like when I was doing commissions as like a, a, a composer. So I was thinking to myself, like, you know what? I'll just do my own project and show up. There we there. go. There we go. I was like, kind of being what? ripped off, man. In, because you know basically, of you took your time and mm. energy, and people don't credit you, let alone mm. pay you little. Exactly. That's why I always I feel like, I always mm. feel guilty when I do like small little projects, like commissions and whatnot, like because mm. basically. It's like takes a lot of time and efforts, like really sad. I feel sometimes feel bad for them. Exactly. I mean, no, like sometimes, like, I mean, I've done pro bono work before and like I'll volunteer to do pro bono work and like offer my services yeah. for free sometimes. Like, like, no, because like I can do music is my passion. Like I'll do it for free and not feel bad. But like when I actually do ask for money for it and then like they don't give me money for it, then that, that kind of did hurt. And like it happened like more times than I wanted it to. So I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just be my own client <laughs> yeah. pretty much and um, I basically like because um, I had a little bit of like 3D animation knowledge like I already told you and a little bit of game design knowledge that I've had but like um, everything that I've learned animation wise and like 3D and like everything that you've learned 
to make purpose now has more so been like an accumulation of like the past three years of just me learning it all and sort of stuff. And but like composing music, I've always been good at that. That's been me. Like, that's been that's know. part of you. It's basically second, exactly. third nature I'm, to you. Exactly. Like I've been. I, I started my music channel way before I started Purpose. Honestly, and in fact, yeah. I just wanted to, like, I just wanted to be a composer, like, as, a, as like, a job, like, a hired composer. But yeah. it's really hard to make it up there as a composer without, yeah. you know. So, might as well start your own project in so all the hard stuff. And who knows, like, I might, someone, someone big up there might be in need of, like, my musical services, which they, which actually they already are. Like, I've already been, like, received a few DMs from, like, some potential clients. And, um, yeah, like, I, like, that's, I feel like what I've done is actually kind of smart because, like, if you make a project as big scale as this, like yourself, then you're basically giving yourself your own, like, debut to, to branch onto other things. So, yeah, yeah, like, that's, okay. yeah. Yeah, I know it's getting late for you in England and whatnot. No, it's only nine. Like I'm. Oh, nine o'clock. Okay, so, there, so so I'm. Yeah, about, yeah. We've been long. We've been like running long enough, and I've been yeah. tired of things saying we should like. <laughs> well, we already did like the final sentence already, and yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm just gonna say, people, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to support it. Don't forget to leave that like in the video on YouTube. Leave the like. Leave a comment, a comment box. Leave a comment. <laughs> and so hit that big red button on the subscribe. That says subscribe and that the blue bell, button, guys. And the blue bell. For, for notifications <laughs> about podcast episodes like this, live streams, and videos. And don't forget to support the, the Anchor channel and the podcasts. Well, the Spotify, the Google Podcasts. Support those too, man. So you can help this channel grow and, not, and, be, and support your indie creators that love what they do and love their customers. And I appreciate you. I appreciate like one or two people. At least I'm growing. It's a rough start. It's we're at season. We're almost close to the end of season two. Mm -hmm. So I I love doing this podcast of mine, talking to people, learning a lot from them. Mm -hmm. And any last words before we end the episode? Um, stay safe, guys, in these dire times. And if you have an aspiration. Leap in and go for it. Okay. Follow your heart. May your heart be your guiding key. There we <laughs> yeah. go. Let me throw that in there. Yes, more mom. Yes. <laughs> so that's all the safer now. Peace and sayonara. Yeah, man, that's great. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. This. Hello, hello, and nice seeing you again. And thank you for checking out today's episode of the podcast. And. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you hit that like button. Make a comment in the comment box below. Type in a type a comment in the comment box comment box below the video. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that red subscribe button. And don't forget to hit, hit that blue blue bell button for notifications on new podcast episodes, blogs, new let's plays, and new live streams. And I've been looking forward to entertaining you all. And I don't want any of you to miss any, miss out on any of my content. That is all for now. And I hope you have a, have a nice day. Sayonara.